Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Christopher Salem. Christopher, you are found on the web at ChristopherSalem.com. You are a well-known speaker. Uh, you are a radio host, uh, and it is a pleasure to have you on the show. Josh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. So at a high level, go ahead and give us your kind of your 411, who you work with and, and what you do. Well, it's great. Thank you for the opportunity. I always like to start off with the why, because without the why, really think about it. People can hear what you do, but it doesn't really register until why you do what you do. So I'm a happily married man to my wife, Maria. I have a 13 going on a 14-year-old son who I'm very actively involved in his day-to-day life, including his sports. And the purpose for me is getting up each and every morning. And how do I show up to be my better self? Not the best, but how could I be better and to do my best so I can be the example for others to do the same. That reflects in my behavior, my communication, my attitude, the action that, that I take, and so on. So at my, that is my why. And what I do with that as an executive coach, as a corporate advisor, trainer, professional speaker, and as a radio show host and media personality, is I go out and I work with individuals in helping them to create their own success foundations from a growth mindset, learning how to really align with their core values so that they can build and sustain their brands to the next level uh, in order to really connect with people on why they do what they do versus just what they do. And then I do this with corporations as well in helping them to really build it an interdependent work environment because how what reflects on the inside will reflect even more so on the outside and connecting with their customers and clients. Yeah. What are the consequences of not having this dialed in? Like if we have a lot of, um, or a lack of clarity on who we are and what we, you know, I I was just listening to a book, you know, and they were talking about how, um, you know, let's say you're a CEO and you get your authority from your position, but then outside, you, you, you know, it's like, well, I do this, I do that, you know, but there's, you know, when you're outside that environment, you you, you kind of it's like you 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 lose your emperor's robes, right? You just you know uh, you know there's a lack of alignment there, um, and, and I think as a result, uh, it causes a lot of um, just all you, you what's you're more susceptible to burnout. You're more susceptible. Yeah. I mean, it's just you you know you're just you're just unhappy. Yes. You know, in in terms of like you know when you walk into a room and you know exactly who you are and you know exactly what what you are there to do and who you are in the world and it's all in alignment like man that is just such a good feeling and i think many of us flirt with that some of us you know we got it dialed in but i think a lot of us you know we um you know when we lose that um it it's real frustrating yeah it's hard so especially like in light of this past year where i think a lot of folks lives are disrupted it was a real test right it's kind of like 
you know, being I was in the Navy. And so, you know, you take a ship out for sea trials, right? This was a big sea trial here, you know, where yeah. now you got to sit at home and do all your work where before you used to walk around, you know, all that other stuff. So, you know, can you sustain in different environments um, based on that inner core identity? Yeah, absolutely. And it's something it, it's work in motion every, every day, Josh, you know, it's about, it's learning how to get out of the, the root cause to your limiting beliefs. I know for me, my, my root cause to my limiting beliefs went back to my childhood. You know, my father was not there uh, emotionally, you know, never really didn't show interest in my brother and I and our activities. So I, I didn't realize at the time I had this strong need for validation because I wasn't getting it from my father. So I sought it out in other people. And I didn't realize how I became a codependent as a result. I became passive aggressive in my behavior, communication, always seeking you know, the attention for people. So I was a pleaser. I was an enabler. I had high expectations. And I experienced this all through anger. And because I didn't, I wasn't operating from my why, my purpose. I didn't even know what my values were. I ended up operating from my father's values for 30 years and didn't even know it because that was a way I thought I would get his validation. So when you just what you said, when you can show up into a room with confidence, not in an arrogant, cocky way, but in a way that is just subtle and calm, and you know you, you know your purpose, no matter what's happening in your world, what's happening in, in your, your business, even if there's a challenge, you embrace it. You trust the process of controlling what you can, letting go of what you can't, and just maximize what you can control. Everything else will work its way out, trusting that process. And I find that when, you're, when we're able to do that, we can get so much farther ahead in our businesses and our personal lives, and that will help the clients and the customers and the people we serve to do the same as a result of the services we provide. Yeah. Um, let's say independent of, of this, what we've been talking about, um, let's say someone comes to you and they're like, Chris, I'm just, I'm burnt out. Like, I, I feel like I... I just give, 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 give. And like, I just don't have anything left in the tank. Like I'm dreading going to work. Like uh, what, what kind of questions would you ask them to kind of figure out what's, what's, what's happening there? Sure. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I would, I would look for a way to relate and understand where they're at because the reality is someone is not going to really open up and find out what's really happening until you're giving them a reason why. And you have to tap into they have to feel that that you understand them on whatever level that is. So it doesn't mean that you have to have gone through the same, you know, feel the same way they're feeling or had a similar experience. But that's what I would do. I would find to say to myself, I've been there before. I've been in a job where I've burned out and might mention some things that they could feel like, yeah, you can understand where I'm coming from. And then I would just ask, you know, start to ask them, you know, why do you, you know, why, why do you do what you do? What, what brought you into this role? And, and why are you working with this company? And then I would ask what their values are. Sometimes you'd be shocked that most people don't even know what that is. And, and many times their values are complete contrast to what's happening in their workplace or the company. And just because a company says they have these values doesn't mean they practice them. You know, I've seen that thousands of times. So it's really getting some clarity around that. See, job burnout is just a, a means that people are caught up in every, most things that are beyond their control. They're, they're doing multiple things in their jobs. They got kids at home they're trying to you know, tend to. And they're in the past and the future in the terms of their thinking. They're not in the present moment. They're trying to control wow. outcomes, expectations to outcomes. They're tied to that. 
They're, so, but if they learn to release the expectation, shift your thinking into the moment, what can I do right now within my control? I can't control what my boss is going to tell me. I can't control yeah. he's going to be angry or upset me, even though he's really upset at something else. He's probably upset at himself. I can't control his behavior. I can't control his or her attitude, the action that they t- I can only control my communication, my behavior, my attitude, my emotions, and the court action I take. If I can focus on that each and every day, trusting the process, allowing the puzzle pieces that I don't have in my possession to come into my possession, then in time I can complete my puzzle and get to the results I seek. I think when you shift your thinking away from past and the future, fear-based thinking, fixed mindset into the present moment, growth mindset, shifting away from expectations tied to outcomes to being in the moment, trusting what you can control only, that leads to less job burnout. You, you, it, this is what uh, Olympian athletes do to train for their events. They embrace, to increase their mental toughness, and they embrace challenges, setbacks. They know that there's going to be a lot of things beyond their control, but if they get caught up in that way of thinking, they're just going to get thrown off their game. They're not going to, they're not going to break that record time. They're not going to be able to compete at that level. So these are the things that happen over time that people have to be able to take ownership over their role in duty and just do what they can in that moment and learning how to express themselves in a different way when they feel that they're taking on too much. They have to ask. Many people are afraid to ask, fearing they may lose their job or they might be viewed as incompetent. And a lot of people, this is where a lot of people struggle with job burnout. Oh man, listen, I'll be the first to admit, you're talking about me, man. I I worry way, way too much. Like, Like, I'm a great partner because I worry too much about the partnership. Like I don't want to, and you'd said something about being a people pleaser, right? So oh, I, I, was, I was a king people pleaser for 30 years. Oh, man. <laughs> for, for me, it shows up in, um, I, I worry too much about an upcoming conversation. Then in, in the moment, it's always, it all, all, always works out fine. It always does. Yeah. And then, uh, but then if somebody, let's say somebody, and it was something I have no control over, right? Like something that, you know, maybe my team member did is disappointing or whatever, right? Um, and sometimes they're just marketing. There are things that are outside our control, right? And yet, you know, um, but but they'll replay if someone was disappointing in something that happened. And then I, I was like, man, what could I have done differently? How could I have stopped? Like, <laughs> you know, and but it sucks because it impacts my mental health. Like I, it's like, I shouldn't, I like, I love what I do like 99% of what I do, but it's that 1% man. And it's like either that fear of disappointing someone, you know, even a family member or a coworker or a, you know, a team member or, or a client or audience, someone in the audience, whatever. And it's like, listen, it's impossible to keep everyone happy. You know, that's not my job. You, you can't, you're never going to be everything happy. for everyone. I, it, Josh, yeah. it took me three years to go through this process, three years. Wow. And people say, that's a long time. I said, yeah, but I'll tell you, it was the best three years because I, today, the way I think, you know, I've been doing this for 20 something years now. I did this a long mm-hmm. time ago. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm glad I went through all these struggles in my first 30 years of life. I, the only way I used to escape all the, the frustration and the anger was I, w- I suffered 12 years of addiction. I, had, I was addicted to uh, uh, you know, drugs, alcohol, sexual addiction. 
But that uh-huh. wasn't really my addiction. My addiction was the need for validation. It was those yes, limiting beliefs right, that yes, kept me yes, in no. that cycle. <laughs> yes, the this, the addiction, the, the outward, those are manifestations of the Exactly. What's going on on the inside? What's the unmet need there? And so we look to fill that in with those things. So Absolutely. Yeah. I was in fight or flight mode almost every day. My, my level uh-huh. of anxiety would hit the roof. So yeah. I, I for 20-something years, I've been doing meditation, journaling. I read. I work out, I, I make my bed, I do things to stay in the moment. And so this way I can just focus, like right now I'm here with you. I'm focusing with you in this, as we're interviewing here on your show and that's it. I'm not thinking about, oh my God, I got to be on another call in 20 minutes. I got to, or this person that I emailed this morning didn't get back to me. What's going on? I'm not thinking like that. I'm just, I'm in this moment right now, just focused on this task. And that's it. And that took a while to get into that frame of mind. It didn't come easy, but I can tell you what practice it does. And this is what great business leaders, influencers can really take their game to another level when they can learn how to think differently, to be different, to become different, to do different, and then have different and better results. Yeah. For someone who is in sales, I know you do some training for sales professionals. Um, yeah. Sales can be an emotional roller coaster. Yes. Um, it, it, particularly, you know, if you if you don't know how to, you know, it's kind of strengthen your resolve because there's, you know, there's going to be disappointments. People are going to say yes. And then they're going to, you know, and then they're going to say no. And, you know, it's, it's, and there are things that, again, you're relying upon, you know, other people. And it's really frustrating when you tie your happiness or joy to, I made a sale, I made a big sale, made a lot of sales. And then you get into these, like these peaks and valleys and you're in the valley and like, I haven't had a conversion in like eight days and it's starting to really mess with my head. Yes. How, what, what, what are some of the, I, gosh, we don't have enough time, but yeah, but, but I mean, I what I'm just trying that. to say is just, it's trusting that process. We're never going to be on our game every day. Just think about a professional athlete, like a, a football player, you even look at Tom Brady. Yes. Tom Brady's had a successful career, won six, six NFL uh, Super Bowls. Because it's not because Tom Brady was the, the most talented quarterback. Because if he was, he would have been drafted in the first round back in night in 2000. It was because he thinks differently. So when he throws an interception, it doesn't be like, oh, uh, the, no, my game's the game's over. I, I'm off today. He would just say, okay, that's done. It's over. I'm back to, to square one. And now I'm going to come back and, and, and take my team down to the goal line and score. So it's like that. In some games, you're going to lose. In this case, it's not really losing. You just learned maybe that, okay, I, I, I made the wrong call or we I thought this was the, the call we were supposed to do and it ended up not working. So we learn. So we have to learn that, look at this as a process that there's going to be some down days, but those down days are teaching us what, why and what we can do different to even do better so we can have better results long-term. We have to look at this as a sustainable model long-term, not that, oh my God, I didn't make a sale today. So I'm, I'm a loser and I, you know, I can't close anymore and all that. Now, so. listen, yeah, here's the thing, right? It's so with sales, right? If it worked, if it worked before, right, it, it, it will continue to work. But, you know, it, let's say you close one out of six, right? And it's like, if you roll a dice and you make a sale on a, on a six, sometimes you're going to roll and you're going to roll and you're going to roll. And it's, it has less to do with you. It's just, it's a numbers game. So, you know, you, you want to get as many rolls in as quickly as possible. And if, if you're, you know, lead gen is a different thing, but um, yeah, it's, it, it really, you gotta, 
stop it from messing with your head though. It's, Absolutely. You know, you just, Absolutely. You just keep showing up, put other people's needs, you know, just be, be mindful of, you know, how you show up and in who you are and, and why you're there and what's the impact you have in the world. And really it's the best you can do. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about Chris, um, you know, just cause again, I, I think we have some very common threads here, um, is, uh, is worry and anxiety. Um, and so, um, you know, one thing that, uh, I, I love the practice of sometimes the thing that keeps me awake at night or, you know, just kind of gets a little overwhelming. is like, I start worrying about this and I worry about that. And so, you know, one thing that I do is, is I said, you know, I said some worry, t- I, I said, worry time. It's like, yep. okay, if a few things are kind of racking up, I just need to write this stuff down. So I write yep. down all the things I'm worried about. And then I'm like, what's the probable outcome? What can I do about it right now? I think you were already kind of talking about yes. this. Um, but anything else on kind of like that worry and anxiety type stuff? Yeah, I would say that, you know, the two habits that that helped me to get to the root cause of my limiting beliefs and to create my success foundation over 20 years ago. And something to your point where you talked about, it's like taking that trash out. In this case, it's the head trash is, is writing things down. So after meditation, you can journal. So not only do you, you have to journal after meditation, but you could journal anytime. And, and there's two types of journaling. The journaling that you do after meditation has no intention. You just write whatever comes to mind. You don't overanalyze it, overthink, you just write what comes to mind. Because your subconscious mindset is going to reveal to your conscious mindset what's really below the surface that's that's creating this feeling that you're dealing with. It's not the situation that happened this morning that threw you off. It's something far deeper than that goes back to way back to your childhood that has to be addressed. That's a that's a limiting belief or beliefs. But in your case, what you talked about here is just writing down a gratitude list or just journaling. Write down what the challenge is. What can you what can you control and do right now in the moment to help resolve that challenge? And then everything else, if, it, if you kind of know it, but it's beyond your control, write that down and just focus on what you can control and just trust the process that things that you can control will do its part to make this all kind of work its way out. So it doesn't mean that you walk away from it, you give up, you focus on only what you can control and then write it down a gratitude list. Hey, today was a difficult day, real tough day, but what 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 went right? What was good from this? What, what are some of the blessings that could come about from this difficult, challenging day? And then without overanalyzing, write that down. You'd be amazed mm-hmm. in time how that things end up working out even better because of that situation because you did exactly that and you wrote this stuff down and you do it every day. I do this every day before I go to bed. I have a gratitude list. I write down, even if I go through a very difficult day, I just look at it as a learning experience. I don't look at it as something happening to me. I look at it as something happening for me. Um, You have a PDF download on your website, Blueprint of a Legend, a 31-day clarity um, process. Can can you explain what that is really quick? Yeah, yeah. The the 31-day mindset clarity thing is that that if you download that, you'll get a question every day that you answer. You don't overanalyze, overthink. You just write whatever comes to mind. This is going to give you some clarity over 31 days to see what could be blocking you from where you are and where you'd like to be in your success. That could be in your business, your personal life, your relationships, all the way around. It's 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 360 degrees. It looks at looks at success from a mindset perspective. What could be blocking you? The blueprint of a legend is really talking about how you know influencers and, and legends think differently. How we think we first how we think differently to be, to become, to do, and have different and better results. Embracing that process 
that we talked about. So it's just a, a brief guide that goes into a little bit of a uh, you know insight about that and how to go about doing it. And that's my free gift I like to offer everyone here. Um, yeah, so that's at ChristopherSalem.com. You scroll down, you'll see uh, in the blue section right there, just punch in your name and email address and get that. Um, Chris has been fantastic. Thank you so much for this conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, listen, man, I love geeking out on the emotional journey of the, you know, biz, being a business leader, being an entrepreneur. Um, you know, it's it's a unique thing that we sign up for, you know, when we do this. And it's, um, you know, um, they don't teach you this. Uh, and chances are your parents don't teach you this either. You know, you just have to learn from, you know, other folks that have been there and done that and kind of, you know, they've figured out some some um, some hacks um, for, for working through it. So this has been a fantastic conversation. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're gonna promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.